0: My name is Andrew, and I lean more towards the left. My name is James, and I lean more towards the right. And this, this is, is Meeting in, in the, the Middle. middle. All
1: and welcome, everyone. This is probably going to be pretty informal, right? Mm-hmm. Right, James? Informal, so yeah. this is our pilot episode for Meeting in the Middle with James and Andrew. Kind of the backstory behind this, so James and I both worked um, at UVU Custodial together. I think we were the only two employees that actually talked to each other. <laughs> Yeah. And it led to uh, us not getting very much work done, but um, something we discovered though, so the reason of course it's called meeting in the middle I lean more towards the left, James more towards the right. Mm-hmm. James is also from Australia, and uh, sorry, I just have to give that I have to give that vocal emphasis every time I reference uh, that whole continent down there um, and yeah, we realized most of the time though that we can actually have a conversation about different social political things and actually have a conversation Mm -hmm. why do you think that's important though
0: well let's look at the spectrum of how the world is today and again i i talked talked to you about this before with like censorship how much that is becoming a problem in today's Mm -hmm. world amongst like you know the bigger tech companies and that really can be all drawn back down to the fact of just not having open conversation yeah anymore it's just like, you're wrong, I'm right, there's no in-between anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at this thing, I don't know if you followed Tim Paul. Have you ever heard of Tim Paul? He has these no. podcast. Anyway, he, he uploaded this chart yesterday, and has the right and the left. And it's just showing how much the far left and the far right have, you know, you know drifted. Yeah. And it, it's absurd. It's crazy. What's insane to me
1: is, like, I even have conversations with people on the left... Mm. Where it's hard for me because I do identify most of the time with left leaning things. Mm. However, if I ever like have like a disagreement or like maybe I'm like eh, I don't know how I feel about that, you know, mm. then it seems like people on the left tend to immediately be like, "Well, you're wrong. You don't understand it, and yeah. you're just wrong."
2: Yeah.
1: and it, it's kind of opened up my mind though to being like, why is it now the in dialogue whether it's politically socially or whatever Mm -hmm. we can't we aren't willing to be like oh i understand where you're coming from
0: well we also have to look at that which we have fed and i think because the rhetoric as well Mm -hmm. if you want to go back to rhetoric yeah how polarized the rhetoric is where it's like we're not giving that room to be moderate or like a centrist you know what Mm -hmm. i mean it's again going back to the point where it's like it's your left or your right. And there's no in-between. And unfortunately, in today's world, like if you are in-between, you're frowned upon <laughs> yeah. by those groups. Even if you, you lean a bit more you know, in the middle of the right or the middle of the left, they're still not going to like you that much. Exactly. You know what I mean? You can't find that, like, that common balance or like commonality where it's like, you know, I take a few principles or whatever rudimentaries from that party and incorporate it into my own. There's, you can't do that. It's no. like you're either full conservative or you're full left. It's full identity politics. Exactly. It's, it's and going just. Going back to the identity politics. Yeah, and it,
1: it, I think, well, it leans towards like things are so tribal now. Mm-hmm. And it's like mm-hmm. you either have to fully agree or you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when Matt Damon came out during the Me Too movement yeah. when it initially started yeah. in Hollywood and said, I think that we need to be able to distinguish between someone slapping someone on the ass. Mm-hmm. versus rape. Yeah. And the consequences between those two. Yeah. And people on the left immediately were like, "Well, Matt Damon's a sexist pig and no <laughs> one should ever listen to anything he yeah. ever says again." And it's like, "No, but that's a good point."
0: That's a good point. Like there's
1: a difference between well, <laughs> sexual misconduct
0: and rape. Absolutely. Like, they're, they're, yeah. <laughs> and there's a difference when Ben Shapiro tweets out to AOC saying, "Hey, let's do a debate and I'll give 10 grand to charity." And then she retweets and saying it's catcalling. Or what, what do you call that? You know, when you catcall or... Like, to win. Yeah, right? yeah, when you yeah. whistle. And yeah. she calls it catcalling. Yeah. It's like, how far have we drifted from, you know, normal like connotations of words? Or like denotations, should I say? Yeah. Of words. Where it's now, it's like, you have like microaggressions. Or macroaggressions. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of that stuff again, where it's like... Yeah. What? Yeah. Like, how do we? how did this get here? Like... And it's interesting, though, because I
1: I do feel like one of the things that I've liked about leftist movements in the last 10 years Mm. is I do feel like we should be more focused on the way things, the way rhetoric and conversation make people feel, right? And the way, you know, that we personally affect the emotions of people. I understand that Mm -hmm. to an Mm -hmm. extent. To an extent. However, life isn't all... Formalities mm-hmm. and nice things huh. sometimes you say things in a straightforward way mm-hmm. and that's how you mean them mm-hmm. and some people well that's you know it's offensive or it's mm-hmm. this or it's that and yeah. it's like I just I feel like yes it's important to focus on the way that we make people feel mm-hmm. but at the same time to what extent are we going to allow people to just be super soft <laughs> right? <laughs> like oh, <yeah>. cause like <laughs> oh, it's God. cause it's It's so easy now to offend someone Uh with anything that you say. Even Mm -hmm. for me, as someone who I really try to evaluate and really think about things before I say them. Mm. And even I, like within the last year, I've said things where people are like, well, you can't, you shouldn't say that. And it's like,
0: because it's true? You know, like,
1: I, I just don't understand that at all.
0: Yeah. Again, you just, and this generation, millennials. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if correct me, but it's from like the nineteen eighties at the millennial millennial generation. Yeah, it's like, to, up. like
1: 1980 to like nineteen eighty to like nineteen ninety five, something like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Which is like you know nefarious these days mm-hmm. for the worst generation that's been ever bred. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm not in it. Thankfully, <laughs> I'm not by here. Yeah, I'm by here. Oh, thank goodness.
1: <laughs> thank goodness.
0: But it's just you can't deny it, that we're breeding again. What you were saying, this soft people. This soft generation where you're sugarcoating anything that comes out Mm -hmm. and you have to, you know, you're conforming. But what I find weird is that most people don't actually care. Again, if we go back to this thing, most people actually don't care about what you say, so to say. Yeah. But people have this, like, pseudo-outrage.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You you know what I mean? Yeah. To push something, where it's like pseudo-outrage about a thing. So, it's like... If you're talking with, uh, I don't know, I can't give a good analogy right now, but with, like, racism. Yeah. And then you hear like, recounts, like, I guess most of it is a bit more empirical, but where, you know, we have, like, the dark-coloured people Mm -hmm. who are saying, I really don't care. Like, I never saw the racism in the first place. But then people are pointing out the systemic racism that's actually not there in the first place. Yeah. Because it's, like, this fake Mm pseudo-outrage. Again, to, like intertwined back with their ideologies I don't know. Yeah, And I, I really don't understand it.
1: Well what I find interesting about it too is I was listening to this other podcast with Mark and He interviewed mm-hmm. John Cleese from mm-hmm. Money Python. Mm-hmm. And he was asking like I think one of the conversation points that they had was John Cleese made a really good point where he's like it used to just be a thing where you could just make fun of each other. Yeah. And like it's not meant to be harmful or hateful or no. mean. No. Like And he's like, and he's like, it was so common for us in show business, like, you know, people that I worked with on Money Python who were Jewish Mm -hmm. and American would Mm -hmm. make fun of me for being English, Mm -hmm. and so I would make fun of them for being Jewish, and Mm -hmm. we would go back and forth. And it was just a funny conversation. It's friendly It's like the conversations I have with you about being Australian. Yeah. It's not that I actually think that Australian people are like these backwoodsy crazy crocodile Dundee types but it's funny yeah you're welcome but it's it's funny for me to do the Australian voice every once in a while you know
0: well it's just like me running and screaming down to the administration saying you know Andrew has just thrown some racial epithets at me yeah just because I said
1: just because I said ah no
0: I got some veggie meat stuck in my pants exactly doesn't mean like (laughs) he's out there attacking me (laughs) targeting me for like systemic racism or some crap yeah but it's like it sounds so ridiculous, but what? this goes well, on. Well, and then if you came back to me and did the classic American,
1: you know, like, I think I'm gonna go down to McDonald's and get a <laughs> double cheeseburger. Exactly. You know, like I'd be like, yeah, that's such an American thing. We eat like crap. Like that's a thing. Exactly.
0: American food is bad for you. Exactly. Like, and like that's a fact. But it sounds so ridiculous. Again, yeah. we're make, we're here making fun of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's a thing.
3: Yeah, it's, it's totally a, thing a thing
0: where we're gonna have people going up and crying to administration. But hey, someone has just insulted Jamie or insulted Jamie about his nationality. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, did did I care? No, no. (laughs) But it's like, and here's the other
1: thing too. I understand on the other side of it. If people do care, yeah. Like if you came to me like after work or whatever, and you were like. Hey, Hey. like, I'm kind of tired of you calling me a wallaby. Uh, (laughs) If you could stop, that would be nice. I'd be like, okay. like, And I'd be like, I'm sorry about that. I didn't know that that is the way that made you feel. But instead, people cut out the conversation aspect. No, no, yeah. They cut out because people want to avoid face-to-face conflict Uh so much that instead of having that conversation, they just immediately go to like – you know, administration or whatever yeah, and say, yeah. Hey, so Andrew has been saying these things. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden I get a letter that I'm fired, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, I just thought we were having a funny <laughs> yeah. conversation. There's no middleman. You know, there's, there's not, no... like, yeah, it's just like, oh, okay, well you're done, you uh-huh. know, because that's the way that we work now. Uh-huh. There is no room to like have disagreement, mm-hmm. but then have a solution come from that disagreement. Uh-huh. Right. Like, it just seems like we completely at this point have just decided that we're going to go to the higher ups per se mm. and have them take care of it mm-hmm. and that doesn't make any sense to me yeah. why can't we have a conversation between two people hey you said this it made me feel this way yeah. i just want you to know in the future i'd rather have you you know communicate with me this way yeah. okay and then we move forward yeah too civil but we're too easy yeah cuz we're we're coming to this point where we it's like we were talking about earlier you can't have a conversation anymore no. even if it's Yes, I mean that's not gonna be the most comfortable conversation,
0: you know? Like But then let's think of the problem. Okay. Where does this draw back to? If we can't have those conversations, who's coercing you into that problem? Which mm-hmm. then this is where you get the the real like devil in the details mm-hmm. is again I was talking about censorship, but also when it's becoming enforced as hate speech mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you have a real problem. Yes, exactly. Why is it that they're going to draw the line for the the public? Mm. Who gets to say that that's not okay? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then that's where you have this big problem where, again, tech companies are coming out saying that's not okay. When we're talking about biological facts and temperaments, like an X and X is a female, X and Y is a male, Mm. and they'll ban people for saying otherwise. Yeah. Which. What? Well, here's, and so, and
1: then coming from my perspective, mm-hmm. going back to, I just want to communicate with people in a way that makes them feel comfortable. Yeah. So if I was with somebody who biologically was born as a male, mm-hmm. and they identified as a female, mm-hmm. and they're like, hey, I'd like you to call me this, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. Absolutely. But I think it would be ridiculous that if I never had a conversation with that person, mm-hmm. say I go up to them in the hallway. mm mm-hmm. I like Maybe I'm looking for like an office at UVU, right? Mm-hmm. So I go up to them, and they appear to be dressed as a man. Yeah. They look like a man. Mm-hmm. If I went up to that person and said, oh, hey, man, what's going on? Oh, I'm right. just looking for this. If they had like a freak out. It's a microaggression. And it's like, hey, I didn't mean to offend you. Yeah. I just was trying to communicate with you yeah. what do you prefer to be called yeah and so what I've actually learned because that's what I used to I just used to think well that's ridiculous you know uh, yeah. but now I think and I think we've talked about this before I <laughs> would just maybe ask that person hey what's your name <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that ma- that makes it a lot easier that cuts out that whole yeah. middle process is your name, where is I just figure Michelle you know what yeah I mean, is Mike? it <laughs> is your name Mike or Michelle you know exactly. and, and whatever it is that's totally fine yeah yeah um, I'm just looking for where the administration office is, for you know, sure. but it's this thing that we're like, another thing that I've run into yeah. is you always see it on Twitter. You know, if you had somebody who identified as transgender, mm-hmm. you know, if they had that experience where I said, Hey man, I'm just, you know, I make a simple mistake, mm-hmm. right? I make a very understandable, I think, mistake by saying, but then what's your mistake? Maybe I should just, you know, it's like I said earlier, maybe I should just ask him, Hey, uh, maybe I
0: shouldn't even say. So like, that. you misgender gender. Yeah, may- maybe I gender.
1: I miss cla- What's that? I I I assume their gender, right? That's a thing. Sure. That's yeah. A thing. <laughs>
0: sure. Yeah, but...
1: James shakes his head. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I I get it. I don't fully understand it, mm-hmm. but I get it. Mm-hmm. I guess. But so anyways, going back to that situation, mm-hmm. instead of them saying like, either A, just shrugging it off, mm-hmm. or B. Um, like, telling me, like, hey, actually, you know, my name, you know, this is my name, or, you know, or I identify as a woman, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Instead of actually having that conversation with me, mm-hmm. they go to Twitter, and they say, I just had this experience at UVU oh, where yeah. this, you know, white cisgender man totally I, misidentified me, and it's mm-hmm. like, hey, I just, like, I just am trying to... F- find the administration office. Yeah. I didn't mean to offend <laughs> you. Office. I didn't yeah, I didn't mean Well, now they're going to go to the administration office yeah. and take yeah. oh, yeah. out of school. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like I didn't mean to offend you. Yeah. I'm not And that's the two things that I think that we're lacking now though. Is we lack intent. Yeah. And we we lack context. Yeah. What is the intent of the situation yeah. and what is the context of the situation? Yeah. The intent was hey, I'm just trying to ask you about something. Mm. My intent wasn't, I obviously see that you are confused about your gender and I'm trying to make you mad, (laughs) right? Like, that's where I understand, right? Like, if Mm -hmm. someone came up to somebody in public and was like, you know, to kind of give a brass example, like, what do you think, you're a lady or something? Mm -hmm. You know, I'd be like, hey, like, there's no reason to be a jerk,
2: Uh you know?
1: But that's not what I'm doing. But where society is leading us now, though, is apparently I should be punished the same way that that guy was, mm-hmm. even though I made a simple mm-hmm. mistake and that guy
0: was being a jerk. Absolutely, yeah. And again, that is like the why it's so dangerous to police ideologies. Mm. But then lean, or you know, and then have the diametrics, and then lean to one side. You can't be you can't be partial about those things.
3: Mm.
0: And again, even if it was offensive, even if a guy did come up and say that. What, are we get? What, what do you want to do? Are we going to actually start coercing and you know implementing things that punish these people? Sure, it could be bullying, you know? Yeah. At the minor extent, or the, or the max extent. Mm-hmm. But then are we going to actually go and, you know, suspend or expel these people for doing those things? And then where does it escalate? How much does it escalate? And then who draws the next lines? And then why is it not the same if that transgender person comes up to me and then... Attacks my beliefs. Yeah. When I believe that there's a biological, you know, doings. That there's X and Y and there's X and X. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about that. You know what I mean? hmm And then if they come up to me, why, why don't they get punished for what they did to me? It's kind of the concept that I've seen. This has been a very common
1: thing on social media, especially on Twitter within the yeah. last few years, is people specifically basically demonizing the mm-hmm. fact of being a white man. Yeah, And it's kind of like become this meme thing mm-hmm. where it's like, like, for example, we've talked about this before. There was the person on Twitter who just came out and said, I will not vote for any Democratic nominee that's either white yeah. or a man. <laughs> yeah. And then someone responded with, well, this professor from Harvard said, well, this approach is sexist and racist mm-hmm. and this is a professor yeah, from harvard yeah. who is a liberal yeah, person liberal, yeah. who is a member of the democratic party who is mm-hmm. simply saying okay well that mindset is sexist and racist yeah. what if i came out on twitter and said i refuse to vote for anybody who is a person of color or who is a woman yeah exactly. i would be, be tarred and feathered
0: through the streets <laughs> absolutely
1: and i i get that people are kind of doing it in like an ironic meme way Like, being a white man is, like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, like, now kind of, like, this, I don't know, like, it's this symbol of other things, you know? Like, not every white man is bad, but we're just giving, like, it's, like, an expression now, though, right? Exactly. But what if I, like, you know, like, like, I saw one the other day that was, like, can, like, this one girl on Twitter said, can all white men just shut up, please? And I just wanted to respond with, what if you said, can all black women shut up, please? <laughs> oh, exactly. Like, yeah, it just like, why? Exactly. I don't understand why people who I identify with mm. on the left mm-hmm. think that they can be so controlling over mm. what people say and do, mm. but then also be completely rude and belligerent to mm-hmm. the other side. Yeah. Like, oh, we can be mean to the other side because we're just joking around. No. But you better not misidentify well, you better, someone's you not gender. That to us. Yeah, and you better yeah. not say anything offensive about any any other demographic. Oh no, yeah, absolutely. And like, I know that like the approach now from the left is even people who are listening to this probably are saying like, "Well, that's just silly," you know, mm-hmm. like, "Oh my gosh," like as if white men have ever been oppressed in their entire life. Yes, I get that point, mm-hmm. but it's that mentality that's dangerous, though. Mm-hmm. Absolutely any mentality like that is dangerous Mm -hmm. whether it's towards white men or people of color that are women Mm -hmm. whether it's towards transgender people why can't we all just communicate in a way Mm -hmm. that is i don't know
0: non-belligerent yeah like egalitarian kind of thing where it's all in the same spectrum you know what i mean there's no it's a low power distance you know yeah but i'm not going to make fun of you
1: because of what you know race or religion or creed you're from i'm yeah. gonna make fun of you if you're stupid like yeah. that i mean <laughs> yeah, absolutely. like if you're being an idiot uh-huh. like then that's when i i feel like i'm entitled to be able to make fun of you mm-hmm. or if you're being just completely ignorant or mm-hmm. dumb mm-hmm. but i never would just make fun of somebody purely based off of their race or their gender i don't feel like why i would even
0: do that no no and going back to what you're saying kind of thing of all white men, can you please shut up?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Today's politics, which is, is gender, like, what is it called? Uh, identity politics kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, It plays into the intersectionality spectrum, the chart, mm-hmm. which is, for us, we're at the bottom. Yeah. We are the lowest. <laughs> <laughs> How that makes sense? I don't know, because that sounds pretty discriminatory to me. But anyway, and then if you're a white man and you're gay, then you're one above me. But then if you're a black man and you're gay, you're above him. And it continues.
1: See, and I just, see, I've never seen life as like a chart of being ranked. Nope. I Like, and I, I, don't, I don't understand
0: why we do that. And there, well, what kind of ideology is that? It kind yeah. of reminds me of one of genocide, where it's kind of like, <laughs> you're ruling, it's like blonde hair, blonde hair, blue eye kids. Yeah. Where that's the chosen race. We kind of do that with like today's politics, where it's like, gosh, I love this candidate. It's a black gay American. Mm -hmm. Or it's a black gay, you know, Islamic Muslim. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's praise be. And, well, and I understand, like,
1: right? Like, I understand, like, for example, I really like Pete Buttigieg, Uh Mayor Pete. Yeah. And one of the reasons I do like him is I do like that he's gay. Because I think it adds a perspective, right? That hasn't been seen. now is that completely why i'm i would vote for pete no No. i think that he's intelligent Mm -hmm. i think he's very intelligent Mm -hmm. now would i give my absolute vote for him right Mm now no because i don't know what any of his policy standards are right like Um, i don't i don't know what he wants to do you Uh know like when i hear that i guess i'll consider it yeah i mean that's did i want to vote for barack obama because he was black I mean, was that a factor for me? Yeah, I thought it was cool. Like, I thought <laughs> I'm cute. like, "Sweet, we finally have a uh-huh. black guy running for president." Like that's uh-huh. super cool. And then I heard him speak, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Oh, and he's super smart." Yeah, he's and like, really like, well spoken and he graduated from Harvard, you know what I mean? He has merit. Yeah, like and that's and I feel like it's on both sides of the spectrum. It's for example, like if someone told me oh, well, I wouldn't vote for Pete Buttigieg because he's gay. Mm-hmm. I would look at him and be like, well, that's kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be like, w- why do you care? Like, mm-hmm. so what? He's gay. Like, mm-hmm. how do you feel about his policies? Yeah. Right? Like, I just, I feel like a lot of people get caught up in this thing where they have to, it's like you were saying yeah, they, they have to create this ranking shot. system of yeah. like, oh, well, I can't vote for Joe Biden because he's too old and he's white. And he's white and male. And he's a guy. Yeah. And it's like, Okay, but, like, <laughs> like
0: wh- how do you feel about his politics? Well, what, when has it ever been a good idea to go off purely off identity? Off, mm-hmm. Why would it be a good idea for me to say, he's gay, so I'm going to vote for him? Yeah. Why can't we stick with merit? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If the guy is a complete, you know, cretin, mm-hmm. why on earth... Yeah, what I vote for him, just because he fits under one of these, you know, criterias. Exactly. Well, that, it doesn't make any sense, and it never has made any sense, no. but now for some reason, it's being pushed to make sense. Yeah. And people are making sense of it where there is none to be. What's interesting about, I've been thinking of this during our conversation as well, mm-hmm. is
1: I know that I'm going to have people that I know
3: mm-hmm.
1: contact me about this <laughs> podcast and say, you're wrong, you're stupid, absolutely, and you need to shut up. <laughs> And the thing is, here's the thing, maybe all of those things are true, (laughs) but I feel like it's important that we're having a conversation where we're establishing, this is why I feel the way that I feel. Because I do think where we're heading in terms of communicating with one another is dangerous.
0: It's appalling.
1: Because I have had people tell me, like, when I have said something, been like, nope, you're wrong. Mm -hmm. And that's their whole conversation with me. Mm -hmm. Well, you're wrong. And it's like,
0: okay, well... Well, is that explain just, to me why it's I'm wrong. It's just as adverse as saying you're yeah. wrong and not helping and you. And here's the thing. Like like I've had,
1: and then I've had responses where I've been like, okay, well, explain to me why I'm wrong on this. Yeah. And then they explain it to me, and I'm like, mm, no, <laughs> uh-huh. still disagree. Uh-huh. And that's okay. That no, would be absolutely. okay if, like, for example, if we ever got into a conversation mm-hmm. about how I feel like the Republican stance on economics is completely wrong, uh, and you disagreed with me, mm-hmm. afterwards I wouldn't be like, well, I can't do the podcast with James anymore because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's wrong. Yeah, we disagree. That's uh, what we've been doing for the entirety of humanity.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> like, that's why there's two parties. And then I would be more worried if we all started agreeing. Because yeah. then you know you're breeding echo chambers, mm. and then 2nd like, you're building groupthink. Yeah. And groupthink is just as dangerous. Mm. Again, that's how, you know, the Nazis came to be, is the groupthink where it's like, I don't really want to say anything that's out of line
3: Mm -hmm.
0: with my fellow, you know, with the camaraderie.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: In danger. Yeah, it's like, you know, if I I came out and
1: said, I don't really agree with this whole plan we have with the Jewish people, Mm -hmm. like in Nazi Germany, Mm -hmm. well, then if you said that, that means that, well, you hate Germany. Exactly.
3: And that's like... You're
1: not a proud, you know, patron of your country. Yeah, and it's like, just because someone disagrees with me doesn't make them any less patriotic. No. And I feel like that that's... Like, a very a very synonymous thing, I think, mm-hmm. with a lot of conservative people as well. Liberal people just aren't as patriotic as we are. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's definitely not true. Yeah. I mean, I'd, the uh, fact that we're both involved shows mm-hmm. that we're patriotic because uh, we
0: both care about uh, the
1: future of the country. Of the
0: country. That's what we're
1: discussing. Yeah. Exactly. And so, I just, I find it so interesting now, though, that it... What has trained people now Mm -hmm. to when they have a disagreement with someone that they just have to shut down and say, no, you're wrong, Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to listen to what you have to say because I know what's right, Mm -hmm. and I'm right, and you're wrong. Mm -hmm. I just don't understand what's trained us to be that way. Mm -hmm. Is it just simple human nature? I don't feel like it is. I feel like there's got to be something that has influenced, and maybe a lot of it is just
0: people love to fight now. I mean, I think that's part of it. People Again, love to disagree. The only thing I can really bring it back to mm-hmm. is when we have companies virtue signaling. Okay. That's a big problem. Just sell your freaking product and do it well. You know so, what I mean? So go into more depth on that. Like, what do you well, mean by virtue I don't want to hear Gillette talk, telling me about toxic masculinity. Okay. I don't want to hear YouTube or freaking be it Amazon Okay. telling me how I should, you know, have my political stances in check. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And for me i don't want to hear from people who who are pro infanticide okay you know what i mean okay for me that's yeah, it's just completely diametric and i think again with the rhetoric mm. is so amped up you, ch- you can turn on any news channel today any network yeah and my gosh <laughs> yeah it's it's, it's well, belligerent it's, it's a circus oh yeah and it's so hostile you mm. know what i mean like the vitriol is just so high right now but it's like freak you guys, I hate you guys, <laughs> look at these guys, they are the worst. Yeah. And then you go on, you go on to the, whatever, other news work, those guys are the worst, don't listen, and it's just back and forth. You yeah. Know? And it's just like, why? I don't know. Again, because you would see the increase when it comes into 2020 for the race and all that. hmm But it's just been getting worse and worse and worse. And again, I think it's because the left and the right are, sh- are shifting. Mm-hmm. further and further, which yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Though causes and correlation, you see that as the left shifts further to the left,
3: mm-hmm. and then the
0: right maybe shifts more, not as much as it's seen, but it doesn't matter because if one's shifting from the other, you're still going to be building this great distance. Yeah. And what does that create? You know what I mean? When you have this massive distance now, you, you're you going to find it harder to have middle ground. That's, yeah. that's just common sense, you know?
1: Yeah. So going back, I think, to... What was that terminology used with companies virtue signaling? Virtue signaling. So I kind yeah. of wanted to ask you about this though, kind of like a counterpoint to that. Yeah. So going back a few years though, mm-hmm. how did you feel though cuz I I feel like that's a that's very present though within commercialism as companies take tend to take certain stances on things. Mm-hmm. So how would you feel, you know, if I don't know, if a, like for example the hobby lobby thing, mm-hmm. they refused to provide contraception, mm-hmm. um, due to which was required under yeah. Obamacare,
3: mm-hmm.
1: but and they signaled, well, we feel like it goes against our conservative Christian values to provide contraception.
0: Well, this is the beauty of America, mm-hmm. capitalism. It's yeah. a free market. If yeah. you don't want to provide that good, you bet there's going to someone else down the road who's going to provide it for you to earn that money. So, so but then
1: to to go back to what you're saying earlier, though, then do you kind of, do you think that the because of capitalism, yeah. companies like Gillette yeah. have the right to come out and cite things like toxic masculinity. See, they have the right,
0: mm-hmm. okay. but it also can be very hypocritical, okay. and it's also the fact of them coming out and speaking about toxic masculinity, and it's not, ha- it's not just speaking about toxic masculinity, because mm-hmm. obviously I don't agree with that. Yeah. I Obviously, don't believe you should be a toxic male <laughs> I don't agree with it anyway yeah. But how you go about it, especially Yeah, They have two kids in the ad Okay, They're wrestling on the ground yep. Literally four year olds Are wrestling, having a little hustle bustle
3: yeah.
0: And one of the dads is like, break it up And comes over and rescues the kid yeah. And they're, all of the dads like shaking their heads You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? They're two kids having, they're four years old Having a bit of fun wrestling on the ground yeah. They are not toxic males
3: well, and and that's think, what
0: I had the problem with. It's like, you're virtually signaling and in And neither boom. of us are parents, though, right? But I think it would be obvious, though,
1: if two of our kids were, like, wrestling on the ground... If they saw, and then yeah. we both realized, like, okay, this is getting a little out of yeah, hand. Yeah, he's
0: hecking curb-stomping him. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, maybe he's I American should... American history yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe I should save him. <laughs> yes, that is
1: probably not the best yeah, thing. Yeah, and you'd have to be like, hey, like, it's okay if you guys, like, play fight, but, like, yeah. don't let it get... Re-, you know, and I feel uh, like... Mm-hmm. Like... I never would be standing there being like,
0: your kid needs to toughen up, be a
1: man. Like, <laughs> he's four. No,
0: he's no. four <laughs> Exactly. Again, they're really interesting. So Alphabet owns Google, owns YouTube. Okay. Um, they've lost $70 billion market cap oh. last week. Oh. Guess for what? Censorship. So YouTube is under the gun right now with censoring more conservative viewpoints. Then they call them, like, far right. Even okay. if it is far right, I still don't agree with sunscreen on both spectrums. Okay, be it left or right. Okay, because I don't believe that there's such thing as, so to say, hate speech that is then should be under a legality mm-hmm. where it's like you need to enforce that. People can say some crazy dumb crap,
1: like Alex Jones. Right? Like
0: Alex Jones mm-hmm. got banned. Okay. But what advertisers have realized... So do you feel like someone like Alex Jones should not be banned? Like, he should absolutely be allowed to not. have a platform? Absolutely not. Okay. He's, he speaks absolutely nonsense, and I agree. Mm-hmm. But what does that matter? There's a lot of people who say a lot of dumb crap out there. Shouldn't we be smart enough to recognize that it's dumb? Oh, exactly. That's kind of the
1: thing that I've thought that on the same lines, too. Because it would be like... I don't know. Like, if I, you know, went to watch Colbert one day... Mm-hmm and it's like, oh, we took him off the network mm-hmm. because he was saying stuff against President Trump, it was too mm-hmm. far left. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, well, that's dumb. You know, like, you know, like well, and Colbert again. doesn't even say crazy stuff, what? you know? What? But even with people that say crazy stuff, like, I understand, kind of, with Alex Jones, I think it does become dangerous when you start saying like... But again, though, it always comes back to why do people listen to him, though? I, do, I just don't understand.
0: <sighs> But, again, it goes, who's going to be the one to police certain ideologies and say what's dumb and what's not?
1: And who's going to be completely unbiased in doing so?
0: It doesn't work. It won't work. Everyone has a bit of bias. You know what I mean? Yeah. Your biological temperament's going to make up for a bit of bias for your life. Your background, how you grew up, anything is yeah. going to create some sort of bias inside of you. It just would never actually work. But when you start trying to do it, MasterCard, for example... Mm. They're starting to ban far right, cutting off funds from far right people, and then again, when you point into a sphere, when you're dealing with like economics and even comp like companies like that, Mm -hmm. we're really escalating like the drama here. We're really bringing it up a notch of censorship, and I just think it's such a dangerous ideology because again, it's fascism. You're like silencing people you don't agree with. I don't agree with a lot of people on the left when it comes to, like, pro-abortion, mm-hmm. do I want them to be not heard? No. Okay. Does that make sense? I see what you're saying. So, kind of going
1: back to what we were talking about earlier then, so with MasterCard cutting off funds from people that are far right, yeah. kind of plays into that same concept, though, of, like, those people who refuse to make cakes for the gay couples. Yeah. That's, right? It's that's their choice. It. Their choice. So isn't it MasterCard's choice whether they want to provide funding, though? to people on the far right or not.
0: Absolutely. And I think they can. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know if they're a public company or like a private company with like their own set of rules or mm-hmm. whatnot. But I do believe if you're going to do that, you either make it clear and say it in your policies what mm-hmm. you believe, or you do it for both sides. You don't do it as a reactive political thing. Exactly. Though. That's what you're, you're saying. Exactly. Okay, mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying. There. And... Again, with like Facebook, they obviously lean left. A lot of like those Silicon Valley companies lean left. Mm-hmm. It's in California, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's the most liberal state in this whole country. Yeah. And of course they lean left. But if you're going to censor people, you can't contradict yourself. You've got to set the policies. And I understand about Twitter and that are private companies. Yeah. They can make up their own policies. But hey, that's true. But you might you might as well say, we don't allow this 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 this. Make it clear. Yeah. Because that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But you're doing it discreetly
1: yeah and then and i I agree that I've seen lately that it tends to always be conservative mm-hmm. far right groups mm-hmm. and that's in now I think that there's a difference between being far right and being a hate group. I think that hate groups definitely have no place mm-hmm. and I think that's where Alex Jones came to the picture where I think they started classifying him as a hate group mm-hmm. um which that gets tricky though, right? It, Getting tri- into it, it gets real spicy. It gets really messy when yeah, you try to break dicey. it down specifically. Exactly. Um but yeah, like people like the Ku Klux Klan and stuff, like I don't think they should have a platform. I, I don't feel I don't believe that they should be entitled to a
0: platform. Okay, but then think about the again, I don't mm-hmm. <laughs> espouse yeah. the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. But then let's think what the Ku Klux Klan thinks of Infanticide. Okay. Which is supported democratically among, maybe not a majority, but a minority of people yeah, who support that. Like John Rogers, who comes out and makes statements about those babies that are just unwanted, should practically die. Mm. Where it's like, uh, that's terrible. You should have no place in society to say those things. But you're supporting infanticide.
1: Mm. You know what I mean? That's interesting, because it's... It... It comes down to, I think, the fact that you just... I think... It's diocese like territory. I to, yeah, I, I try to think of, like, policies of the far left, right? Because I feel like the ones on the far right, they're very easily identifiable, right? Like, racism, mm-hmm. sexism.
0: Well, far right's just, like, white supremacy, right? Isn't yeah. Isn't that what it I kind mean, of pretty c- much. goes down to? Yeah. It boils down to, like, being a white supremacist? Yeah, pretty much, right? Like, so... Which is what I think people said. that
1: aren't white, Christian, yeah. and even men at a certain point. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. how they identify. Uh-huh. And, I don't know, it's interesting because I feel, because I think what what Facebook and these companies, I think, are thinking, right, is we don't want to provide access yeah, to you know, hate. What? Yeah, Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like you're saying, though, it gets really messy, though, because <laughs> if somebody is pro-abortion, yeah. in your opinion, it's, well, that's very far left. It's very far right? left. Right? Because... In your in your ideology, that is the murder of a child. Absolutely. In your ideology. Yeah. And to me, like for example, like you know, the whole phrase build the wall mm-hmm. in my ideology is super like racist and xenophobic. Yeah. Okay. And we have a disagreement on that. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm do I think that people who say build the wall on Facebook should be to... deplatformed no I, I, I feel like they're entitled to that opinion I think it's yeah. a stupid opinion uh-huh. I think it's dumb and that's
0: what it is that's yeah. what it is to you it's a stupid opinion mm-hmm. yeah but it's one thing to go commit acts of violence yes but it's one thing to say like verbally you know mm-hmm. announce whatever yeah and I think that's completely okay yeah I think that's completely okay but it's, one, it's different if I go out there and I plant a bomb and then blow up a certain Demographic, I don't disagree with anyone in yeah. that case. Anyone, honestly. I,
1: I guess where it comes down to, too, and, and boiling it down a little bit more, mm-hmm. is, like, do I hate people who want to build the wall? No, I don't hate them. No. I think that they're wrong. And
2: that's what And I what think is. that they're
1: unintelligent, right? Uh-huh. But I don't hate them, and I wouldn't want to incite violence against them. No. Now, if I created a Facebook group where it's like, mm. we're going to go find people with... MAGA-related things yeah, and, paraphernalia, and no, shoot beat the crap out of them, no, then different. yeah, I think I should be de- deplatformed Absolutely. if I set that up. Yeah. But if I come out and say, yeah, you're all stupid, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. then I don't think you should be deplatformed. Mm-hmm. I think the the problem is, though, with people like Alex Jones is they may not necessarily come out and say those things, but then it becomes very apparent that their followers think that way. And that they get that group mentality, right? Mm-hmm. Of... You know, once you get enough dumb people in a group, right? Mm-hmm. Dumb things happen. It's like people who, when mm-hmm. Alex Jones came out and said that Sandy Hook's, Sandy Hook was a hoax, yeah. right. Then all of a sudden, you have his followers harassing the parents of Sandy Hook, yeah. And I see why Facebook is like, okay, then we're just not going to provide you with a platform.
3: Because
1: mm-hmm. the thing is, when it comes to free speech, is I think that it is definitely a pinnacle and a platform that we need to have in this country in order to remain free. I totally agree with that. You need it. However, you need to understand that sometimes when you say stupid things, if that has somewhat of an effect, if that has a large standing effect, Mm. then you might be held accountable for what you said,
0: right? Yeah, and you can be held accountable. Yeah. But then, who's the one to commit the act? So, Mm. how are you going to hold me accountable? Say if I say a lot of dumb things, I incite violence yeah. because but then, I'll be honest like in
1: my opinion I think people like Tucker Carlson mm-hmm. say things that are almost just as dumb as Alex Jones okay. they're a little bit more yeah. intellectual and articulated um, articulate in their approach yeah. but I think, that they're, I think that they still say things that are dangerous and that are stupid okay. but I don't think they should be deplatformed Exactly. But I then, feel like
0: Tucker Carlson he's told, it's totally his right to have a TV show but then what happened to the Tucker Carlson a few months back people rocked up to his house. Oh, really? And harassing him. Oh. From a, a leftist group come up and were harassing him. Mm-hmm. That's where you've crossed the line now.
1: Exactly, because I never would go and attack
0: someone. No, just like I would go up to opinion. Don Lemon and punch him in the face because I don't agree with him. Yeah. He could... I might think he says ridiculous things. and I might think he speaks like fallaciously.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Again, he is not the one committing the crime. He's speaking his mind. Mm-hmm. He's, you know going through the First Amendment here, yeah, and that's fine, but if I go punch him in the face, I'm in the wrong there. Just like those people who, uh, once you start taking it up that notch,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and you're starting to commit actual violence, then you've crossed. Yeah. yeah. People so, can say dumb crap, but... I
1: guess what it comes down to is it comes down to those who commit the act, right? The actual committing of the act. And I, so, I think so. I agree. I think that's a good middle ground to come on, actually, because... It's hard to distinguish how certain people influence things. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to say that Alex Jones definitively influences people to do horrible things because those people are still provided with free agency.
0: They still. And they're still provided with different sides. Yeah, exactly. Different sides. Because I
1: can look at Alex Jones Mm -hmm. and say, well, that's stupid. Uh And you can look at Alex Jones and be like, well, that's dumb. Yeah. But apparently, for some people, when they listen to Alex Jones, they're mm. like, "That makes a lot of sense." Yeah. And
0: what are we gonna do about that? Yeah. Man? Like again, we can't police those things because it's so dicey. Mm-hmm. There's there's no fine line. You will never find a balance in that. Yeah. And that is what's the beauty about the diversity and free speech. Yeah. Because you will fall, like you will receive every single facet mm. of whatever in life. Yeah. You know. Again, imagine think about radical extremists like Islamists
3: mm-hmm.
0: imagine if they just spoke and incited all these things and followed their religion without the the act yeah just dormant they just followed these things but they were dormant in like violence we wouldn't have any problems you know what I mean yeah we wouldn't have people we wouldn't have terrorists mm-hmm. but again once you've crossed that like, you're obviously
1: yeah,
3: you're it-
0: doing something but if you have a group that's just saying these things hmm but they're not actually carry them out again I know that you can influence people you can definitely influence people yeah but imagine if I limited one side of the spectrum then you're only hearing one side mm-hmm. so you're, like, you're only getting influenced by one side of something instead of getting that having that opportunity to be influenced by a lot of things
3: gotcha you know what I
0: mean yeah I understand so once you start I like policing um, free speech you <laughs> well like who's to say which side's the better you know exactly so you just need it all, because you do need it all. Yeah. So Because it
1: is just, and it goes back to what we were originally talking about, uh-huh. it is just as hateful for me to say yeah. all white men are stupid yeah. comparatively to any other group yeah. of people. exactly. And I know, right, that there's historical background, there's context, right? mm-hmm. there's all these different things. Yeah. However, in the moment right now, those two things in my mind still are negative and hateful. Yeah. And I don't understand why you would give in to any of either of those ideologies mm-hmm. of thinking that way. Mm-hmm. It just seems ridiculous to me. Yeah, and it is. So another one that I wanted to bring up, I, I actually brought this in. The tweet. To the show today. Yeah, the tweet. Um, so kind of some interesting background as I pull this up. Right, so Dan Reynolds of Imagine Dragons. Mm-hmm. So he, he's been involved with Ellen now for some time. So he made that documentary, Believer. Believer, yeah. Which is about... Basically the anti lgbtq feelings within the state of Utah yeah.
0: in regards to the LDS church. Uh, However
1: you feel about that, right? I,
0: I haven't seen it, but I, I have seen the trailer, and right. I have seen his interview.
1: So, I, I mean, I think it can be commonly agreed upon between both of us, right, mm-hmm. that there are problems with the relationship between the LGBTQ community and Mormon people. Uh, okay. There's conflict there, yeah. right? And... I, you know, I personally think it's a big problem. I think mm-hmm. the suicide the teen suicide rate in Utah is a very obvious signal mm-hmm. that there's a problem mm-hmm. that that needs to be taken care of. And so Dan Reynolds, who lead lead frontman of Imagine Dragons, however mm-hmm. you feel about them, yeah. but came out, made this documentary and now has kind of started this effort in helping the LGBTQ community, specifically the teenage community within Utah. Mm -hmm. and then he's been on Ellen a few times she's had him on the show she really likes having him on to talk Mm -hmm. about it so this person tweeted and I I mean I can include include a link in the description of the episode but said who's gonna tell Ellen that Dan Reynolds is not the hero of Utah's LGTB community but actually it's a lot of way less famous gay and trans people that are the hero of Utah's LGTB community they just don't get the recognition it's a hot read. I don't know why. It's like, it feels like it's grammatically it, incorrect. Yeah, it's not, it's not grammatically correct <laughs> yeah. whatsoever. But not only is it grammatically incorrect, I feel like it's just... It, incorrect. philosophically, <laughs> like, just, uh-huh. like, fundamentally incorrect in the thinking. Uh-huh. Because here's what I don't understand. why, and I, I, Why, within identity politics, do then people attack people are, on their own side... For not being on their own side enough. Don't bite the hand that feeds you, you know what I mean? Dan Reynolds <laughs> is helping out the community. Oh, seriously. Yeah. Well, I think it's stupid that he's getting this recognition for helping the community. Gosh. It's like, well, guess what? He's the one who's put in the work and the effort to do it. He yeah, has a hacking documentary And, and guess what? Yes, I guarantee that there are people within the Utah community who are actually... Lesbian, bi, gay, or trans Mm. who are doing a ton of work to help the community. However, none of them are the front men of Imagine Dragons, none of them have Mm. millions of dollars, Mm -hmm. and none of them have the face value that Dan Reynolds has to make this issue very prominent and very in the face
0: of people living within the state. Absolutely. And I feel like it's a sort of like narcissism also. Who cares? if yeah. you get the recognition if you're doing a good cause that you feel you feel is a good cause yeah and you're being an activist about it why do you need the recognition mm-hmm. just continue to do what you do it's like giving charity and then me screaming out hey guys I've, I've just given ten dollars to the freaking Panda Express charity box what who yeah. cares yeah do it for the good because when you start doing that when mm-hmm. you start playing like look at me I want to be in the optics you just become you come off as this like narcissist yeah But it's a a game of, like, spotlight, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's, I don't know, like,
1: it, again, it just goes back to this thing where I don't understand why people are so inclined to attack each other.
0: I I don't get it. And, again, they're eating their own, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: why attack someone who is helping the effort that you support?
0: Yeah. (laughs) And has done a really good job at it. It's like, like, and the preface of this is, like, is not the hero. Like, it's all about telling Dan he's not the hero. You're not the hero, Dan. Uh, You're not the hero. Sit down, Dan. It's like, so you want Dan to stop? I don't get that. Yeah, what do you want Dan to do? uh, He wants Alan. He wants Alan to tell Dan that he's not (laughs) the hero. And that would make him feel better. And he would Mm -hmm. probably delete this this tweet and then sleep well at night. If Alan said to Dan, Mm -hmm. you're not a hero. You're not the hero. Even though you've made a documentary, Mm -hmm. even though you openly and overtly speak about the problem. Mm -hmm. Of Mormonism and you know the the mixture of LGBTQ plus mm-hmm. whatever the community inside, what
1: uh, uh, well and this definitely hits home going to UVU because they do the they did the first Love Loud festival here yeah that he put on yeah they did it at UVU's baseball uh-huh. stadium mm-hmm. and to me I have had I have had conversations with people within the LGBTQ community mm-hmm. who have told me that that meant a lot to them. Mm -hmm. That they had something take place here on campus that Mm -hmm. supported them and made Mm -hmm. them feel like they were important and that they were cared about and Mm -hmm. that people were listening to them. Mm -hmm. So Dan Reynolds should feel bad because he's not actually any of... (laughs) I, he's not a part of the community, he doesn't actually fit in the intersection even though he's so. a huge ally of the community yeah, exactly why are you attacking your allies I, uh,
0: like i don't understand that i don't think that. <laughs> and again it has 32 retweets and 443 likes so hopefully some of those retweets aren't supporting but like yeah it's it actually is just absolutely confounding perplexing that people do this stuff and again do people just need to find a reason to be pissed off? Again, the, it's the, the pseudo-outrage, man. It's the yeah. pseudo-outrage where they need to be pissed off about something. And it's, I feel like it's a thing. It's like an attention-seeking thing, you know what yeah. I mean? Like you just want to grab attention. But to talk more about like, the LGBTQ community itself mm-hmm. within yeah. Utah, what I find hard with like, the stats, when they pull out stats about suicide rates in Utah, mm-hmm. and I understand Utah ranks six. In like within the fifty states for the mm-hmm. highest suicide rate, it's like twenty two point two. But I think within the, I think within teenage
1: LGBTQ statistics, mm-hmm. they're number one. I think that's number one for number one for breaking it down specifically in that way.
0: So I read from nineteen seventy eight. Okay. So I, I listened to one of Dan Reynolds' interviews okay. with The Daily Show from nineteen seventy eight to two thousand eight. There was only forty five deaths within people who were Mormon and were also. LGBTQ. Okay. So we're talking 45 deaths within a few decades there, mm-hmm. which is maybe not a lot, mm-hmm. like in the grand scheme of things, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's maybe not a lot. But what I am getting at is when transgender people go through with things like surgery mm-hmm. to, what do, you, what do you call that? Uh, transition. Exactly, to transition. The suicide rate doesn't decrease either. It actually skyrockets by 40, 40%. It goes up. Which, the only reason I say this is it makes me believe that the real reason for those people committing suicide actually doesn't have to so much to do with, like, the community they're born in itself. But the imbalance of chemicals there is. And again, this is very controversial, and I'll get hate for this, and mm. that's fine. But because of the dysphoria itself that inflicts mentally on these people. Mm. And that's just like yeah. reading off stats there, mm-hmm. and I know that there's a lot more complexities inside the issue. Yeah, but that's how i like read it, and because I don't know, like, and I agree one hundred percent that everyone should be accepted in society mm-hmm. as anyone else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's no favoritism or nepotism going on here. Yeah. Like, and I reckon the church, like of Jesus Christ, needs to maybe be more inclusive in a way. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much more inclusive they can be because I feel like they at least sort of how I see it on mm-hmm. a surface level it seems really good. Yeah. And I don't know how it is to be one
1: of those. So I mean, just to, so I think uh, the first point I would make is I think the number I think the reason that number is so low that you were yeah. talking about earlier the 45 uh, is I don't think nearly as many people identified within being within that community. That's fair, that's like, fair. That committed suicide. Because it
0: wasn't as... Yeah,
1: because you know, it wasn't as well documented or, or well acceptable, and well acceptable yeah. right? I bet there were plenty of people yeah. that killed themselves because they knew that they were gay but mm-hmm. they never told anybody that they mm-hmm. were gay because they knew that that would completely ruin their lives. Yeah, it's right? only it it
0: been 80s. since like the 2000s yeah. so it's been okay to really come mm-hmm. out. So I agree with that, yeah.
1: But going more into like what you were saying about the... Because uh, I found this to be interesting as well. Because being involved in Twitter, I see a lot of different groups. And one of the big groups that I see is the LGTBQ mm-hmm. Mormon community. Mm-hmm. And what I don't understand,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, I, and I, I think it's going to be the same thing you just said earlier, mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to be well-received for thinking this, but yeah. this is just what I've thought.
0: Uh-huh.
1: I just don't understand that if, you were, if you're part of that community, why you would, you, you would want to stay. Because doctrinally,
0: a part of the, the a part of like the church, Utah kind of yeah. Stuff, yeah. Well, the church, just the church, be, be part of the church, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because doctrinally, I just don't think it's gonna change.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And like, yes, I want these people to feel accepted and to feel loved and feel like they're okay. And I really do think, personally in my heart, I really do feel like it's totally okay to be gay or to mm. be bi I, or whatever you want to do. I totally think that's fine. Mm. But expecting this this Christian organization to be like, yeah, it's okay for you to be gay. Like, Mm -hmm. it doesn't fit into their doctrine. It doesn't fit into what they teach.
0: No. Because they believe that it's a sin. And And that's what it should be left at. Yeah. That's what they believe. Yeah, Why are like, we going to infringe on
1: people's beliefs? It's like beliefs? if I wanted to go into the LDS church and be like, mm-hmm. hey, like, I'm totally cool with getting drunk all the time. Yeah. You know?
0: Uh-huh.
1: And they're like, and I understand, obviously, right, like, al- alcoholism and sexuality are two very different things. Mm-hmm. And we don't need to break that down. Yeah, yeah. Because I think the argument within the community is, well, this is just the way that I am. Mm-hmm. And I totally agree. I do think it is the way that you are. Mm-hmm but the LDS church teaches mm-hmm. that the way that you are is wrong
2: mm-hmm.
1: And, mm-hmm. and I know that that's going to create some harsh feelings I know that that's going to create yeah. some sadness within yeah. people
3: mm-hmm.
2: and
1: I do find that sad I do find it sad that that is the doctrine I yeah. find it distressing personally mm-hmm. and it's something that I bet we will dig into more deeper as we have more episodes because my feelings on that are very complicated mm-hmm. um, to break down I just think I just think it's wrong. Personally, I think it's wrong that that's the doctrine. But anyway.
0: So what would you prefer? See. Would you, how would you resolve?
1: See, I see that's what makes it so hard though, is because mm-hmm. I feel like the LDS Church mm-hmm. is entitled as an organization to For say sure. these are what our beliefs are. It For goes sure. back to Gillette being able to say call out toxic masculinity. It goes back to Mastercard being able to say to pull funds from far right groups. Yeah the same thing applies to the LDS church where they're allowed as an organization Mm -hmm. to come out and say, well, this is what we doctrinally feel like you should be straight. Yeah. And if you're not, then that's a problem. Yeah. And, but I think that there's this, this like pulling effort within the community. Like, well, the LDS church needs to change. Mm -hmm. They need to change.
0: And I don't know if they're ever going to, I don't think they ever will. Yeah. And if they ever did, then that would be the end of me. Because I don't know where I'd stand with any of that. Really? Anyway, okay. well, I... See, I would... I don't know. I feel like that's so rudimentary. Mm-hmm. And it always will be. Yeah. Unchanging. Yeah. And I feel as soon as, again, corporations start giving in to minorities, mm-hmm. giving in to these small groups of activists, and start giving in, you've kind of lost your foundation. Because you become a pushover, you know what I mean? Mm. Because, you know, well, why why all of a sudden will we start believing something like that when we haven't believed for? See,
1: and I think that's country. what makes it so complicated is yeah. it's not the church, you know, within itself, no. not only is an organization, yeah. but it's a religion. I mean, yeah. that is the difference. Yeah. That is the big difference between mm-hmm. them and someone like MasterCard or something like that. Yeah. Right, because MasterCard, right, or going back to Gillette, right, mm-hmm. they are... They're basically changing with the time, right? Like, Mm -hmm. toxic masculinity is something we need to point out because it's a problem. Yeah. However, the church is a religion, and that adds an aspect that makes it so much more complicated because you can't tell a religion to to change.
0: Same with secularism, you know? Yeah. Like,
1: and I... Because the thing is, is being a part of a religion is a choice, right? Yeah. It's a choice to be a part of a religion.
0: So they can... Yeah,
1: so, I mean, if they want to, they, could leave. they can leave. I mean, right. and I know that for people, and obviously, right, it's a lot more complicated for them mm-hmm. with people because they're like, well, because I personally yeah, know people know. within the community mm-hmm. who they identify as being gay, but they also still believe. Yeah. And the thing is, is for sure. that's just going to create a conflict in your life because you believe in an organization that doesn't agree with the way that you are. Mm-hmm. And that's
0: gonna be really hard to yeah. come to terms. It with. It is hard, and you're a communications major, mm-hmm. so and there's that yeah. thing called cognitive dissonance. Yes. So then you have cognitive dissonance going on, mm-hmm. where it's you know you have two non-colociding thoughts mm-hmm. or feelings about a matter. Yeah. And that's gonna cause the stress Thanks. or anxiety. Mm-hmm. And you see with people who are, you know, LGBTQ, they do identify those two big things: yeah. is stress and anxiety. Funny that mm-hmm. where those go together, but like. Um,
1: yeah, because you're living a life that fundamentally your religion disagrees with. Yeah, and
0: yeah. I just it's I, it's so hard. That's so tough. It's so hard, and I know a guy who's served a mission. Yeah. With me, mm-hmm. and was is gay and still is gay, obviously. Yeah. And still goes to church. Still goes to BYU. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I admonish him so much for having such like. Yeah. Strong beliefs, and you know. Yeah, because go- I like. Terribly hard.
1: Because I'm, I'm telling you right now, like, that's like one of the big things in my life that has created conflict. Mm-hmm. Is the fact that I feel like it is totally acceptable for people to be a member of this community, and mm-hmm. that I've grown up in this church. Because yeah. then I have people within the church who tell me, "Well, that doctrinally goes against what we believe." Mm-hmm. And I say, "I know," and that it's hard. It's really hard for me. Uh, so James and I just realized that our recording cuts off in an hour. So it's going to be kind of a weird transition between the two. But what we just finished talking about was I basically said something along the lines of, it would be really hard for me to remain in the LDS church if they told me that it was a sin to be liberal. Yeah. And that's such a big part of my identity. But kind of just pulling it back to like the main thing that we were talking about, what we want to close on, is just I think the importance of realizing that like, All of us have differences Mm -hmm. and like those differences shouldn't create big divisions and conflicts between us, Mm -hmm. but rather we should be able to communicate to figure out how to, I don't know, I guess, I guess what I'm just, I'm tired of seeing is on both sides, this outrage culture of just being so mad about Mm -hmm. everything and about being mad that the fact that we disagree with each other and that, well, I'm right and you're wrong, and because I believe this, this makes me more intelligent than you, it Mm. makes me more right than you, it makes me Mm. more moral than you. Because everyone has different backgrounds and different things that have led them to believe and to act the way that they do. And so why are we not more inclined to ask people, well, why do you think that? Mm -hmm. Because I have had that conversation with plenty of people, like... I mean, one that I've had to have within the last few years that's been hard for me to have is, why do you support Donald Trump? Like, it's just hard. It's hard for me to have that conversation because initially I'm like, well, you'd have to be stupid, right? But then you gain a better understanding. Now, I can still disagree with somebody
2: Mm. because
1: they support Donald Trump. And I can still think that they're wrong. But at least I can have a better perspective on where they're coming from and why. Yeah. because no one is going to self-identify as, oh, I, I support Donald Trump because I'm stupid. Mm. No one's ever going to give me that answer. No. Well, because I'm dumb, Hopefully you know? Not. And I'm like, oh, it's because you're dumb. Yeah. And, you know, like, I I don't know. What What are your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I... Going back to what we talked about at the start, you can't please people. Yeah. You can't please people's faults. You can't infringe on people's... Right or in this case the amendments, and I always think about to this quote. This is gonna be paraphrased, but Abraham Lincoln says this. He yeah. goes, the only time America is gonna lose its freedom, is when America, eats itself from within.
3: Mm.
0: Paraphrased, but okay. it's something along the lines comes with the same meaning. Mm-hmm. And I just think today's world, if we keep on, keep continuing on the path we are, we are easily we're heading towards a civil war. Yeah. This is how civil wars start. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because everyone's so divisive, then you eventually start fighting with people of the opposite parties. Yeah, you know what I mean? You take it out to the streets, and you see that today with groups like Antifa, which is like an anarchist group, mm-hmm. and you see that with Proud Boys and yeah. all that stuff. It's the same thing. It becomes this, you know, civil war kind mm-hmm. of mentality. And but I just think it's it's a very wise mm-hmm. thing of Abraham Lincoln to say because, yes. That is what's going to happen to America, the way we're going. America is going to lose its freedom if we try and do what we're trying to do right now. And that is cut out people's freedom, which is the amendments, you know? Mm -hmm. That is what institutes and constitutes the freedom of America, essentially. All the things that we can do now are based off that constitution. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think that it's very important to just stay
1: aware of the fact that what we have... Together as a nation is the fact that we're all Americans. Yeah. And that we all... Just want to live in a country in which we're able to eat. Mm -hmm. To go to bed at night and feel safe. Mm -hmm. And to feel like we're cared for. And I feel like sometimes we get focused on all these other little things that, yes, are important. But essentially aren't going to have an effect on whether I live or die tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be... It's, it, it's like I've had a conversation with my great-grandfather before where he basically said along the lines of, yeah, sometimes it takes a world war to really pull a group of people together. Mm-hmm. And that's sad Yeah, because the next world war is going to be the last one. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> seriously yeah it's, it's after right. that it's done mm-hmm. and I don't think it should take a huge American based conflict mm-hmm. in order for us to simply be able to sit down and have a conversation on why we disagree on the things we disagree on mm-hmm. but then be able to just say okay well we need to find a solution
3: Yeah.
1: and you know what solutions aren't always going to please everybody Never will. they're meant to please the majority that's how <laughs> democracy yes. works uh, mm-hmm. And so if it comes down to it, that the majority of Americans, you know, I guess for something in your perspective, if the majority of Americans come out and say that they support abortion, Mm -hmm. then I guess we're going to be a country that has abortion. Mm -hmm. Uh, The same thing applies to if the majority of Americans, in my perspective, came out and said that they support privatized health care. Yeah. Then I guess we'd have to have privatized healthcare. Yeah. And that's just how things work. Mm. And I don't feel like I need to be outraged by the fact that people think differently than I do. No. I don't understand being so upset oh, well, about everything. Imagine all
0: if the time. we recreated the ambience of today's like political sphere and changed it to people were sincerely and genuinely trying to hear what you had to say. Mm. Things would be a lot different. They would politics would be a lot different. Imagine if we were talking the way we are now. Yeah, Yeah, that's how they would talk. Difference. Mm -hmm. You would come to agreements on a lot more thing. Yeah, a lot more things than you would think. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but again, that's that's not the game today. Yeah. There's a different game out there. Obviously, there is different you know motives. Yeah, and I just I just feel like it's I think I feel like it's very
1: dangerous going back to that America that uh, Abraham Lincoln quote. It's dangerous, terribly, because yeah. soon enough we're going to get to the point where we're so divided that if we can't even talk with each other, um, I don't even know if a world conflict would pull us
0: together. No, <laughs> and it's tragic, you know what I mean? Because yeah. America is the powerhouse of this world. Yeah, in every in I I see it in every you know kind of definition of the word itself. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, morally, economically, you know, and. On a military basis, it's all like in every way, it's like a powerhouse and it's seen as a revered country, yeah. That kind of sets the like the, the precedence of the world, yeah. And as soon as like Amer- I see America leading this way, it's like sad, yeah. Because then you're like, who do we turn to now? Hecking North Korea, like <laughs> Russia, like I don't know. And I just think it's just tragic to see that like, the own like your own yeah. people at, like going this direction.
1: Yeah, because it just, it really makes you realize, like, it just, why Why? why be influenced to think and act this way Mm -hmm. of being constantly outraged, constantly in disagreement, never finding middle ground on anything? No. Not one thing. Mm -hmm. You're going to end up with a nation that's in turmoil and that's in Mm -hmm. chaos. Mm -hmm. And I feel like... It's so much easier to just be able to be like, well, why are we having this disagreement, and what can we do mm-hmm. to solve it?
0: Mm-hmm. I want to read this guy. Reminds me of you that chat with your grandfather. Yeah, Parker, which mm-hmm. is there's a thing called like the Strauss How generational theory. Okay. Anyway, there's a quote about him used in it, and it's called. It's not called anything, but it's by G. Michael G. Michael Hof's, and he says hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men and weak men create hard times. Mm. And it goes back to what you were talking about, having a soft generation. We're living with weak men, you know, and we're creating strong, hard times. Yeah. Because we don't understand the value of what we have, you know what I mean? But when you see people after they've come out of a freaking tumultuous war... Mm -hmm. You want to bet there's some solidarity, you know what because I mean? Because then
1: you realize how bad it actually
0: can be. You, exactly. And you realize what you had, and now what you've lost, mm-hmm. and but none of it even mattered in the first place. Yeah. And I think, because obviously,
1: right, within any society, mm-hmm. you're going to have problems. Yeah. But the solution to the problem is never just consistently blaming the other side but that's what politics is now Mm -hmm. it's well this isn't our fault
0: it's their fault fault. and
1: it's never okay what are we actually going to do well
0: well, how like you can't even you can't even apologize these days because if you apologize you're into a mob that will hound you for the rest of your life until you're freaking done you know what i mean you can't even reason it's like imagine if people said stuff on the news or whatever on their platforms, and then redacted it later, saying, "Hey, that was like kind of stupid of what I said." Yeah, like you. <laughs> that's respectful, but today that's like, don't do that. Double down. Yeah. Double down on the dumb crap. Double down. Well, and it's it's the. Uh... I'm not I'm not losing, you know. Well, it's
1: it's yeah, and and, and people obviously in all spectrums do it, right? But mm-hmm. Trump's one of the biggest examples. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to say that I was wrong, or
3: uh-huh. that I
1: did something wrong. Yeah. Which is toxic. Which is bad because (laughs) like obviously you have. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) We we have evidence that you have. Absolutely. And instead, but it's what you're saying though, now people doubled down.
0: It doubled down. Now it's just like
1: that's the mentality. And I'm sure that Trump's done that his whole life. Mm -hmm. But that's becoming more common with everyone now.
0: Oh yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I I
1: can't admit (laughs) fault. Because if I admit fault, that means that I was wrong.
0: Then I was wrong. But imagine if everyone did that. Yeah. It would be really, you would be respectful. Like, I would respect that so much more. Yeah. Than freaking continuing on with something you know is cretinous or like, you know, is absolutely asinine. And then just doubling down on it and making it worse. And then no one can admit. No one can be at the admittance stage of, hey, I was wrong. I'm sorry. This is incorrect. Yeah. Can you imagine how much trust we would have in society? Yeah. If people did, like, news stations did that, if media mm-hmm. did that, the trust would be so much higher because you realize, hey, like, they're, they're seeing both sides here. And they're willing to admit that they made a mistake. Yeah. And because no
1: one is willing to do that now. Yeah. Especially yeah. now that for some reason with how polarized politics yeah. are, that if someone makes one mistake, oh, then it's the that's end. it. It's the end. Right? <laughs> but then you see it, though, with the danger that's created... On the other aspect of that, with, with Donald Trump,
3: mm-hmm.
1: is it's created this this culture within his support base where it's like, well, we know he's bad, but who cares? Mm-hmm. Because apparently now everyone's bad for everything that they've ever done ever, mm-hmm. so who cares? Mm-hmm. And that's dangerous as well because it goes back to that thing we talked about with Matt Damon earlier. Mm-hmm. Different things have different consequence levels. Absolutely. Right? But if you label every single person Mm -hmm. as something, Mm -hmm. then you weaken the value of it. (laughs) So if you label every single person that's ever had, like, a weird sexual encounter as Mm -hmm. a sexual predator... Yeah. Well, then you've weakened the value of someone actually being a sexual predator. Yeah, you take away the meaning. Yeah, Yeah. because now everyone's a sexual Uh predator, Uh you know? Mm -hmm. Now everybody is this... And you have to be able to distinguish actions and consequences and, and weigh and justify them correctly. Yeah. But now it's just like, if you've ever done anything wrong, well, then you're labeled as that for the rest of your life. And it's just, and of course that doesn't just apply to, obviously I'm not just saying like the Me Too movement, which Mm -hmm. of course we can dig into that more later because that's a very complicated issue. Yeah. But, um, just with anything, Mm -hmm. With anything anyone's ever done now, it's well, I
0: can't apologize
1: because no. if
0: I do it, that's the end. It's worse, you yeah, know? because again, you're giving it to the mob, and if you give it to the mob, then you'd you think as well an apology program, would know. make it better. Well, it always has, you know, yeah, isn't that what would have been isn't that what apologies for? are supposed to do? Yeah, you right? say sorry, and then someone says that's okay, that's okay, and then you move on, yeah, and then if they do something wrong, they say I'm sorry, then you say that's okay as well, and then you move on, yeah, like for some reason, the most. Con- The most simplistic, conventional piece of wisdom there is Mm -hmm. has now been, you know, contorted to, what the freak? Why are you saying sorry? Like, you're weak. Like, Mm -hmm. it's cowardice, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, again, why? I don't know, but people still And also,
1: now we live in a generation where you have to say sorry for everything... (laughs)
0: <laughs> exactly. And so then Free that diminishes the
1: value of I'm apology. Sorry. <laughs> because it's like <laughs> yeah, I I like I feel like when I've heard certain people have to apologize for things and then I see what they did mm-hmm. and I'm like oh who cares, like, yeah, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's like yeah, they made a mistake. Yeah. Like or even if they and sometimes I'm like that's not that's not even a big deal, mm-hmm. you know? But that's the culture we create, have created now where it's well now I have to be apologetic for everything mm-hmm. and I have to oh, well. I have to Everything is held under a microscope, mm-hmm. and everything is life or death. Oh yeah, and it just is create work now. If someone apologizes, we're like well, of course they're apologizing because if they don't, they're gonna, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, they're gonna I'll hang you, I'll lynch you. In yeah, the streets. exactly. Yeah. Like it's just become such a dangerous mentality.
0: Yeah. for sure.
1: Well, I think we've talked long enough. Yeah. Um I think our future about, yeah. episodes are going to be more focused and more based but yeah with a sure. pilot episode it's kind of good to give like a brief overview of prefaceable preface, of, preface of like what it's going to be Come, like yeah. but Yeah. Um so basically
0: main points um identity politics are dangerous. <laughs> identity politics are dangerous. Censorship is dangerous. Yeah. yeah, anything that's infringing on the first amendment is going to be more than likely dangerous yeah and of course there's different extents to that different where where, where we
1: both lean of course but yes i i feel like we need to be aware
0: that censorship creates different problems within itself oh yeah the Um, the devils in details again you know what i mean yeah and we talked about this obviously but so yeah Mm all righty well are you good to close it out yeah super fun. all
1: right well thanks for listening to our pilot episode we hope to have ones in the future um yeah, make sure whatever platforms we end up being on, you like, subscribe, things like that. You know, I'm not going to be that classic guy who's going to tell you to pound the like button. Right, going to get sent to uh, YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, a uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, so, yeah, because what we said today, James, was super controversial. Problem is, probably
2: <laughs> 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 All righty. Well, I think that's it. Yeah. Okay.